Welcome to the Career Happiness Podcast. My name is Soma Ghosh. I am the founder of a business called the Career Happiness Mentor. And within this podcast, we explore themes around career happiness, confidence, well-being, and so much more. Not only do I do one-to-one personalized episodes to really, really support you as a listener, but you will have the chance to listen to really, really amazing guests from all corners of not just world, but different industries. It's really, really important that you are not only happy in your career, but you make time to progress in a way that feels right for you. So if you want to have more energy in your career, change your career, find out more about how to potentially start a business or even help your teenager with careers advice, this is the podcast for you. Thanks so much. Hello, everyone. And welcome to three ways to create a business brand and why it's so important. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about branding. I'm going to be talking a little bit about why branding is important for your business. And also the fact that when we use branding, it can be a powerful tool to help us be unique in our business. What I'm going to do is I'm going to divide this into really, really looking at what branding is. So it's definition. I'm going to be looking at the three ways that you can create a business brand. Um, And then lastly, I'm going to look at why it's important. So essentially, what I'm going to do is before I talk about what I feel branding is, I'm going to share a definition of branding and what it means from a business standpoint. So essentially, branding in terms of its definition from the dictionary means the promotion of a particular product or company by means of advertising and distinct design. Underneath they've written the process of branding should be considered in terms in global terms. So globally, how the impact of that brand can be represented, etc. And a little bit more to go into context of that, there's a website that I found, www branding um, journal and it's saying a little bit more about branding as the process of giving a meaning to specific organization company products or services by creating and shaping a brand in consumers minds so some of the brands that you may come to mind or you obviously probably have already heard of are things like apple dell maybe um, pepsi coke um, l'oreal etc right? These are all well-established brands and the way that they are advertised on the TV, through social media, through billboards, etc., right? They're shaped in a way where the consumer already knows what their brand is and the services or the product that they sell, right? For me as a business owner, branding has been an ever-evolving journey, guys, and I really wanted to do this episode Because I see a lot of people doing really unique stuff and not using personal branding or company branding to promote and market their business. They tell people what they do, but they don't market their business enough. But also the other reason why I wanted to do this episode is recently some of you may have noticed I've rebranded my current website by the time this episode goes out 
well, it's still going to be available for a few more days. But afterwards, the careerhappinessmentor.com will not exist. It's just going to be shomagosh.com, my new rebrand that I've had recently. And whilst I was rebranding, um, because I've rebranded after quite a number of years, um, after about five, six years, I started having a lot of reflections, guys, and it started making me think that branding is so key, so important in our business. And I'm noticing these amazing people, especially on Instagram, on LinkedIn, using their personal and company brands to endorse what they do in a helpful and unique way. And if you aren't utilising your brand or creating a business brand, suppose you're somebody who's listening to this who's considering having a business or you're, you've got a side hustle but you've not given it the time to develop or you already have a business, you've been in your business for a few years and you want to rebrand but you don't know how, why, then this is a really useful episode for you to listen to because I think that often we can get bogged down by branding because we can go onto social media and compare ourselves to other people who are competitors and not actually think about the message behind why branding is important. And that is essentially why I wanted to do this episode for you guys today. Now I'm going to talk about the three ways that you can create a business brand for yourself that's going to make you stand out and be a little bit more unique if you haven't already thought of these things already. The first thing is making sure that you have a brand identity. And I'm going to give some examples of some people who I think do this really, really well on Instagram and on LinkedIn. One of those people is a lady um, called Sharon, who runs a nutrition company, um, and another lady called Neat. They're both nutritionists, um, but their brands really, really stand out for me whenever I look at their posts. And I think I was even mentioning Sharon to someone yesterday um, in terms of um, what she does with Reels and how she, you know, really, really has um, worked on her personal brand in a unique way. So Sharon's business is actually called Nutrition and You. I was trying to remember the name. And Neat's business is called Neat's Nutrition. So very easy to remember names, right? And um, one of the things that I've noticed about these guys is the way that they share information to help, you know, um, identify their brand identity. So essentially a brand identity is the type of business they are. In their case, it's a service-based business. Um who they are, because they often share a little bit about who they are and what their values are, and what you sell, whether that's services or products. And most brand people and brand designers look at these aesthetics in terms of our brand identity because it helps you stand out, helps you be memorable. So there is another really, really wonderful career coach that I follow who um, has a, a wonderful um, brand identity and I'm going to mention her very quickly she's not come on my podcast yet but I hope one day she will um, and one of the things that I've noticed about her branding she does these really really awesome videos on TikTok guys by the way so please please um, go and check them out but her brand identity is really really about empowering um, young people and students to feel more empowered about any career decisions um, they're making and and her, basically her name is Gina Visram. I've forgotten the name of her company right now but um, I will put her details in the show notes so you can go and check her out but I'm mentioning her because she has a very unique brand identity and there are a lot of other people who've got unique brand identities you can tell straight away 
about the type of business they are, what they do, and who they are in a nutshell, the values that they have. And I'll be talking a little bit more about values in a bit. But brand identity is important for helping you be memorable. And so all of those brands that you can think of, I'm going to be mentioning some brands in a minute, some beauty brands, um, in terms of an exercise to help you guys, Think about any brands that you can think of right now, jot them down, and then think about their brand identity, you know, uh, the type of business they are, uh, who they are, and what they sell. Think about that, write that down. The next way that you can create a business brand is to make sure that you have an understanding around the type of business that you are. Are you a solo brand like the lovely ladies you've mentioned? Or are you a business? There are a lot of people that I know who often um, have businesses that are actually company-based. So they have a service where maybe they repair cars, so they've got a garage, or they've got a service where maybe, um, you know, they have a salon or something like that. So it's an organisation rather than a solo business, right? And it's important for you to identify and understand the kind of brand you are. A solo brand, where it's just you behind the face of the brand, or your business. And one example that I'm going to mention really, really quickly is if you think of the Kardashians as a whole, right, they all have their individual unique solo brands, all the Kardashian sisters and the mum and everyone else, right? But they also have the Kardashian brand. Sorry, I'm losing my uh, train of thought there. Kardashian brand as a whole, which is their show. In a way, it's kind of like the company brand. But also, you may know of local businesses and restaurants and companies that have company brands that you follow online. And so if you fall into that category, think about which strand you fall into. Or if you've got multiple businesses, you could have a product that you sell, which is your company brand, um, versus the fact that you also have your own solo brand because people follow you for other things. So think about the type of brand that you are in that unique way that's important to identify and the third way is making sure you understand and I've very very subtly mentioned this already guys identify your why your values and your why so when I'm talking about values here I'm talking about almost kind of like having a little bit of a mini snapshot of a mission statement on your website or um, through your social media pages or something that people can identify about you that makes you uniquely you right and I think often we can get bogged down by this one because if somebody is supposed doing the same thing as you, so suppose you're a coach listening to this, you can then look at another coach and go, oh, they're doing the same thing as me. They have the same target market. But no, no, because you all do something different and your values are going to be different. And on my website, if you go to my homepage, on the actual homepage, we have a section right at the top where you guys can see some of the things the four pillars of career happiness that are some of the values that I work with with my clients things like clarity confidence well-being support right these are all things that are really really valuable to me as a personal brand but also a part of my clients journeys whether that's the parent of a teenager who's looking to come and get support from me a business owner or a professional woman so think about the key values that you have as a business owner that make you invaluable to someone. 
where people are going to want to hire you and people are going to want to work with you because that's part of your brand. That is part of your brand. And also your deeper mission, your why. If you go on my website, you'll see a little bit more about the work and why I do it. But in a nutshell, the reason why I do my work is because I love supporting people and my why and my mission is to make sure that everyone has career happiness in their own unique way. That is my why in a nutshell, guys. But for you, it could be that if you are a parental coach listening to this or someone that works with parents, suppose you have a product or a service. So there's a lady that I follow who runs Asian Single um, the Asian Single Parents Network, Oruna, right? Her network, her community is all about bringing together single parents so they can do things together and supporting them through various means. You've then got somebody like Rapinda who runs a wonderful club that I belong to called the Inspire Club. And she runs a business called Asian Women Mean Business. And it's about bringing Asian women together to feel empowered and to build a sisterhood so that we can support each other through all sorts of life and um, different um, circumstances, right? A community-based business. So it's important to know why your values are, why you're doing it and what it represents because that will have an emotional impact on people when they're looking at your branding on Instagram or on LinkedIn. And um, one other person that I want to quickly mention on this podcast is um, a lady that I follow on LinkedIn called Mildred uh, Talabi who um, does a lot of things around LinkedIn and, you know, she's helping people, business owners especially, build their LinkedIn brand and that is her unique selling point that is her USP but she's been able to really really build on her values and why and why she does it and why she uses LinkedIn specifically to market her business in a really unique way and you can see that through her videos and the content that she posts on LinkedIn all of these people I've mentioned by the way I will put all of their links and everything on in sorry the podcast notes so you can go and have a look but the three ways in a nutshell to create a business brand just to share with you again, is number one, making sure that you have a brand identity. So knowing, you know, the type of business you are straight away, who you are and what you sell. The second thing is making sure you understand whether you're a solo brand or a company or both. The third way is understanding what your values are as an individual or organization and why you do what you do. But yeah, those are the ways to create a business brand. The next thing I want to talk about is why it's so important. And I don't want to go off on a tangent here, guys, but firstly, it is important. Um, And anyone who tells you that branding isn't important is probably lying to you, um, to put it bluntly. And I would say that it's important to work on your brand so that you can really stand out because there are thousands and thousands of business online and um, in the wider sphere. So what makes your business more memorable than the other? And that's why branding is essentially so important. But some of the overall reasons are, and I've got three kind of reasons why here, is it will represent who you are and what you do in a unique way. And without this, your business may not stand out. So I remember, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, I've mentioned this in podcast interviews. When I worked with my mentor, Lucy, a long time ago, she, I remember her saying to me, because she has a marketing background, I remember her saying to me so much, it's all very good that you give careers advice, but what's going to make people remember you? And the career happiness mentor came to mind because for me, career happiness was what I was seeing was lacking in so many people. 
And the business has grown and developed so much since then when I worked with her. But I do want to say that for me, it was really, really important to be unique and to be different, to not just be a careers advisor, to not just be a career coach, but to be somebody that was inspiring others to go and get their career happiness, regardless of whether they choose to work with me or not. Because a lot of people listen to the podcast and they're connected with me online on LinkedIn and other spheres, but they may not be a client. But the brand is memorable. And I've had people say to me before, Soma, how is it that you've written that post? Or how is it that you've done this? And I've been able to remember exactly what you've said each time. And I know it's you. And then when I'm meeting you in real life, it's matching who you are. And I go, well, that's that's my brand identity. That's who I am. So you need to make sure that firstly, one of the reasons why it's so important, that it represents you in an authentic and genuine way and that you are memorable. And all of the people I've mentioned to you guys already are very memorable, right? You will remember all of these people because that's part of what a good brand is, whether it's a personal or company brand. And if you think of something like Apple, Apple was an organization that was trying to be innovative and ahead of its time. And Apple, the face of Apple was obviously Steve Jobs. So there you had two things going on. You had an organizational brand and a personal brand. But remember, it's important for us to remember that for a business to stand out, we need to make it unique so people remember not only who we are, but what we do. And that's essentially one of the main reasons why it's so important. The other thing that I want to mention as well is I've spoken about branding with the lovely Sean Kyra on this podcast. Please go back and listen to that episode. I believe it's episode number eight. I'm doing this off my memory, so if I've got the wrong um, in mind. But I think I'll put, well, basically I'll put the um, episode link in the show notes. But she talks about the importance of branding and why it's so important for our businesses. And she had a wedding events business before she currently has her now business, which is all about empowering women in business as as an Asian female Um, but we spoke a lot about why it's important so go back and listen to that but the other reason is why it's so important is your overall purpose and vision needs to be aligned with your brand so you know I was talking about a little bit about your values and your why your purpose and mission when you're sharing stories around your brand identity when you're telling people what you do Building that up on social media, on platforms like LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever platform your you know client is hanging out on is really, really important. And I've been able to do that through LinkedIn. But your overall purpose and vision is very, very important to that. And that's why your brand is important. But remember that that is the second reason why it's so important to, you know, have a business brand and to have branding. And the third reason is that it helps you be established not just as an online person but also as an offline business so one of the um, things that I came across today that I thought I'd quickly share in this podcast and it's a lady that I've never heard of before but I was very very intrigued by her she was a clinical psychologist and she's got quite a big following on Instagram and I just want to quickly mention her and that's a lady called um, Dr. Lisa um, sorry, sorry Dr. Julie Smith And Dr. Julie Smith is a psychologist, a clinical psychologist, and she was talking on this morning about anxiety. And she does all these videos and these really, really memorable posts on Instagram where she uses props and tools to explain mental health in a very kind of 
simplified way, but also in a way to give tips and advice without it being too clinical or too medical. And I came across her brand and I was really impressed by it. And that is the example of someone with a personal brand who has paid a lot of attention to detail in terms of what they do, but they're doing it to help people. Obviously, their mission is to really, really empower people through mental health, but also do it in a way that is relatable and identifiable without making it boring or too clinical. And that's one of the things that I think is very important about when you have a brand. Because often, when you're trying to develop your business brand, you get very bogged down by all the mechanics behind it, like having a good website, like um, having a good logo, etc. So um, it really, really helps if you have a brand to help establish you as an online presence, but also an offline presence when you're going to companies and meetings and people know who you are. So that those are kind of three of the reasons why essentially it's so important. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take some time for you to think about some examples that I'm going to share with you guys really, really quickly. And I wanted to do this with you because I'm going to share an exercise now towards the end to help you with your own branding and business. There are three examples that you are going to hopefully know as a woman listening to this podcast. I mean, you could be a bloke listening to this podcast as well, but mainly I attract women. Three beauty companies. Firstly, one of them is L'Oreal. Then you've got Nivea and then you've got Garnier, right? I want you as an exercise to think about what makes each of these three companies different from each other. Because remember, you know, all three of them sell very, very similar products. Uh, I do believe that L'Oreal is the only one that sells makeup. So there you go, there's one unique selling point there. But they all sell similar products like Lucilla Water or Cleanser or Cream, etc. Right? But what makes them unique and what makes them stand out is it an advert that you saw is it the fact that they use only certain products so I'll give you an example of one of the ones that I think stand out straight away and it's important for you know in terms of a value set for me and that's Garnier Garnier a lot of their products are vegan now and I'm not a vegan but I'm against animal cruelty because I have a pet right and in general I'm against animal cruelty even if I didn't have a pet but I'm saying to you that for me that's one of the things that make it unique for Nivea, it could be the fact that this this kind of like iconic brown that have like these great shower gels and things like that. So, you know, just think about all the things in terms of the products you use. And I've given this example of L'Oreal, Nivea and Garnier for you to think about what makes each of these brands different, even though they sell similar products. This is all beauty. Why do they stand out? And to think about you then applying this model, this framework, and doing an exercise and this exercise I don't want this exercise to trigger any of you but I do want you to do this exercise if you've been in business for a while and you're rebranding and you're struggling to find something that is going to help you be different and identifiable because this is something that I do think we when we've been in our brand or business for a while we not necessarily struggle with but we don't want to say goodbye to our brand I was really, really sad when I was rebranding in a way because I was really happy I was rebranding. Yeah, I'm really, really happy with my website aesthetically and everything. I really, really like the attention to detail and everything. But I had put a lot of time and dedication into my other brand. 
And so saying bye-bye to that can be a challenge for a lot of people. And what I think you need to do before you rebrand or you think about establishing a brand, if you haven't got one already, is to sit down and look at three of your competitors or three businesses, if the competitors is going to trigger you too much, that you admire and look at their website, their social media, and maybe take some time to look at what makes them different, what makes them unique, what's helping them, you know, stand out. Why is it that you are remembering, remembering their brand? What makes them memorable? And one thing that I want to say just, you know, towards the end of this is, is when you look at their brand, think about three aspects to that. Do they have a memorable brand? If so, why? What is their brand story? What are their values? And do they have the know, like and trust factor? Because the know, like and trust factor is essentially all about being able to understand that when you're seeing the person, you trust them. It feels like you know them and it feels like you want to reach out to them. And it feels like there's a part of you that already knows them because you've watched so many of their Instagram or Facebook lives or you have listened to their podcast or you feel a sense of familiarity with them. Apologies. And so because of that, you actually really, really love their product now. You really, really love their service, uh, even though you haven't tried it yet. But because you've seen how amazing their testimonials are and how amazing their marketing and their branding are, you're like, you know what? I actually really need what they're selling or I really like what they're selling and I want to reach reach out to them. Essentially, guys, what I'm going to end with here is think about doing this exercise for yourself if you have the time. As I said, I'm just going to quickly repeat it. Look at three people, either your competitors in business or people that you admire and see what makes them a memorable brand. Tap into what you feel their brand story is and their values. But lastly, I just want to say that if you're really, really struggling with this, I will have spaces available to help you with business mentoring over the summer. So please do get in touch with me. But I really hope this has helped kind of kickstart for you why branding is important. Also, three ways to kind of help a business brand for you. And thank you so much for listening. And if you found this episode helpful today, please share, like, comment and subscribe. And remember to rate on Spotify if you listen to this on Spotify. Rate on Apple Podcasts and review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Career Happiness Podcast. Before you go, I've got a fantastic podcast episode to share with you from 40 Minute Mentor. Hosted by JBM's James Mitchell. James is on a mission to inspire the next generation of entrepreneurs by making mentorship more accessible to everyone and celebrating the careers of some of the most influential business leaders and sporting legends. I'd love to recommend a special episode from the series featuring Amelia Sordell, founder of the personal branding agency Clout. On the episode, Amelia talks to James about her journey as a founder, overcoming doubt and discrimination in the workplace, and shares some candid advice for building your personal brand. Thank you so much for listening to the Career Happiness Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media or with somebody you know it will make a significant difference to. And remember, if you haven't already, please take some time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much.